0: Good morning and and welcome to the San Francisco County Transportation uh, Authority uh, Personnel Committee. My name is Supervisor John Avalos, uh, the chair of the Transportation Authority and chair of this uh, committee and joined uh, to my left uh, by uh, Commissioner Malia Cohen and will be joined shortly by uh, Commissioner Maher. Um, mm-hmm. Our GTV, SFGTV staff who are broadcasting today are Jesse Larson and uh, John Gomwalk. Thank you for your work broadcasting today and other other committees at the Board of Supervisors. Um, Madam Clerk, could you call the first item, please?
1: i have number one. Roll call. Uh, Commissioner Avalos. Present. Avalos present. Commissioner Cohen. Present. Cohen, present. Commissioner Mar. Mar, absent. We have quorum.
0: We have quorum. Great. Let's go on to the next
1: item, please. Item number two, approve the minutes of the November 12, 2013 meeting. This is an action item.
0: Okay. Uh, we, the minutes before us. Any comments, questions? We're okay with it? Okay. Let's open up the minutes for public comment. Any member of the public, public who would like to comment, please come forward. And seeing none, we'll close public comment. And um, motion to approve the minutes. Uh, motion from uh, Commissioner Cohen. And I'll second, and we'll take that without objection.
1: I'll Take a vote.
0: What's, oh, have we roll call
1: vote. Yes. item you. number two, uh, Commissioner Avalos? Aye. Avalos, aye. Commissioner Cohen. Aye. Cohen, aye. Commissioner Mar. Mar, absent. The item passes.
0: Great. Let's go on to our next item.
1: Item number three: Recommend adoption of the proposed staff re- organization plan and job classifications An amendment of the Prop K 2013 strategic plan baseline. This is an action item.
0: Great. Thank you. Um, so this uh, item comes to us after. Um, The last time that we had uh, growth in staff for the Transportation Authority was in 2007, and now there are many new initiatives uh, that the Transportation Authority is involved in, and I think we're now re-looking at our staffing plan, and Cynthia Fong will be here to present. Ms. Fong, welcome.
2: Good morning, everyone. Cynthia Fong, Deputy Director for Finance and Administration. I have a presentation for you before on your desk. If you can look at that, I can walk you through the slides. Uh, this is our strategic vision, upcoming work program, and proposed staffing plan. On page uh, two of the presentation, you have our vision and mission statement. Uh, We are guided by the principles of accountability and transparency. The mission of the SFCTA is to provide financial strategy, planning expertise, and project delivery and oversight to help create a better city through improved mobility. Our vision statement is through innovation and collaboration. We are a catalyst for excellence in project delivery and a leader in the transportation field. Uh, The agency has five core functions in one agency. We have our Prop pay Local Transportation Sales Tax Administrator Program. We have our County Congestion Management Agency that we were designated back in 1990. We have our Transportation Fund for Clean Air um, Administration um, designated by the Board of Supervisors in 1992 when we have our Prop AA vehicle registration fee uh, administrator responsibility approved in 2010 by the recent uh, by the SF voters. And then most recently, on April 1st, the Board of Supervisors designated uh, the SFCTA as a Trans- Treasure Island Mobility Management Agency to handle the Treasure Island Transportation Plan. Now, the core structure and functions of the TA, we have uh, our executive director that was recently appointed back in October 1st, uh, 2013, uh, where we have a clerk of the board and a chief deputy director reporting to her. We have five separate divisions, um, the capital projects divisions that handles the major capital project delivery oversight and support, project controls, engineering support, project delivery, the policy and programming, which handles the strategic planning, the fund programming and allocations, legislation for the, uh, that affects the agencies in San Francisco, s- small projects delivery oversight and support. Next we have the planning division who uh, works on the countywide transportation plan, um, manages the congestion management program for the agency, works on transportation plans, projects and studies in addition to policy studies. Uh, Next we have our technology service division that uh, oversees uh, the transportation demand model, uh, performs research and analysis, is the information technology for the office, and handles the website and graphics of all materials coming out of the SFCTA. Uh, lastly, we have the division I head up, the finance and administration, where we handle the budgeting, the accounting, the disadvantaged business enterprise, local business enterprise um, and administration, the debt management, the HR function, and uh, administration of the office. Now this would be a point I'd like to turn it over to Chilly Chang, our executive director, to walk over the strategic and work program goals and operation analysis.
3: Thank you, Cynthia. Good morning, Chair and Commissioner uh, Cohen, Tilly Chang, Executive Director. I'm pleased to present uh, the work that we've done, and I'm really appreciative as well of the management team in helping me to do this. A strategic view going forward of the agency. I'm sorry, uh, oh, just sure. a
0: question on the chart on page five. Sure. Um, just looking at policy and programming versus planning, it's, right. you know, how would you really just. Dis- distinguish those two tracks. Yeah. Good uh, question.
3: Um, Really, policy and programming refers to all the funding and fund programming work that the agency does. Our uh, work is very coordinated and highly interrelated, however, if you were to break it down, I would describe policy and programming's role as really looking at the strategic funding opportunities and to do the financial engineering with the other partners in the city to best design a funding strategy for our capital program, um, as well as they do the legislative advocacy for the agency, also in coordination with the city agencies. The planning division will do things like long-range planning, as well as medium and short-term planning. Mm -hmm. In addition, we do policy studies out of both divisions, really, such as the recent bike share SAR. That's a a good example of a collaborative effort between the two divisions.
0: Great. Thank you. Mm -hmm.
3: Great. Good question. So uh, diving right in, one of the first things that we did as a management team and as an agency is really start with the guidance that you all gave us last December when you adopted goals for the agency and these are they. The advancement of the key work program is a constant of course. Um, This year we're also very mindful and trying very hard to ensure good board support for all of your roles not only as our board but in your roles on various regional agencies such as the Metropolitan Transportation Commission, the Air District um, and other like districts. So for example we have the Caltrain and we have um, uh, Golden Gate Bridge Highway and Transit District for example. Promoting efficiency and customer service was also uh, mentioned last year as as something that you would like us to see and that we ourselves recognize as an opportunity to increase our our effectiveness across the city family, coordinating and collaborating with partner agencies, I'll get into more in depth in the next few slides, that has really taken um, hold and has really shaped our work program and providing more concerted and consistent leadership at the regional and state levels. This of all years is a great year to do that. We have major proposals being advanced at the statewide level by the Governor and Senator Desaunniers. We have an opportunity with the region to really advocate effectively for cap and trade revenues, high speed rail policy, um, and uh, active transportation policies. Building awareness of the transportation authority in our programs is another opportunity, especially in this, our 25th year of operation. And finally, facilitating agency and staff development. This is fundamental and a core to our ability to sustain our operations. So these new goals certainly added new responsibilities and roles to the staff. Some of the new assignments that exemplify this are the Vision Zero program, which um, we have embraced under your leadership and has really started to um, ripple through across the city family to result in projects and programs on the ground. The T-2030 or transportation revenue measures that are aiming for this fall is another area of collaboration with the city agencies. The waterfront transportation study is also underway, and although the Warriors' development, for example, has changed location, that work remains very relevant. I would agree. (laughs) And the neighborhood transportation improvement improvement program, of course, is something that came out of the countywide transportation plan, the San Francisco transportation plan, last year. And we're working on that as we speak. These other new partnerships that you're seeing down here, Third Street uh, Phase 3 study, the 19th Avenue M Ocean View study, and regional transit and freeway management studies, these are examples where we are really partnering more closely with other agencies, particularly SFMTA, where, for example, they might be leading the study, but we're providing core functions such as project management, outreach, procurement, or other administrative support. Um, and, uh, Timma refers to, for example, the Treasure Island Mobility Management Agency, a new role for the agency that didn't exist before. Uh, the board last year designated this agency as the Treasure Island Mobility Management Agency, which is charged with implementing a comprehensive mobility management plan for Treasure Island to support the 8,000 units of housing and mixed-use development planned for that, for that location. The new approaches we're referring to down here at the bottom of the slide talk about how our operations have really started to uh, respond to the new guidance. We're using project charters so that we establish priorities really at the start of every effort with other agencies so that everyone is very clear about each other's roles and responsibilities. Um, We're also encouraging other agencies to take lead planning roles where we can help uh, support them where needed. And we're also converting some of our own operations from outsourced consultant uh, an outsourced consultant basis to an in-house basis as a way to rebalance our operations. So even as we seek to respond to the new direction that the board gave us and these new roles, we do of course recognize the need to address existing needs and issues that have built up over the last, say, seven years since we had our last reorganization. And I'd say that this opportunity was a very welcome one for the whole agency to take a close look at what our new roles have Um, included over the years and how we've been able to respond to them, or in some cases not been able to respond to them um, as effectively as we would like. Some of the newer and complicated fund programs that have emerged since 2007 include the Prop AA program, which is the $10 vehicle reg fee that the voters approved in 2010. Um, This requires a set of fund programming, which we welcome. It really allows us to knit the AA program with the Prop K and the city's bond and other fund sources. Um, But the more complex arrangements are emerging, say at the regional or state level, with the One Bay Area grant program that was created under uh, Plan Bay Area, as well as with the Active Transportation program for bicycle and pedestrian projects which is being proposed to be administered at the state level. So we along with other congestion management agencies um, have found it somewhat challenging to respond to those in an effective way so that we could both play that financial architecture and engineering role that we mentioned but also ensure that our sponsors are getting the projects delivered on the ground as expeditiously as possible. There's just a lot more paperwork and coordination involved when we have to flow money from the state down to individual say bike uh, cycle track projects. The planned Bay Area coordination really has um, been a major emphasis for this agency and other like agencies around the, the whole Bay Area and across the state in response to climate legislation in SB 375. This f- um, more than ever has required us to be knowledgeable about and coordinate with our housing agency partners on the ABAC side and on the Planning Department for example and the Mayor's Office of Housing because these issues are so interrelated and our twin challenges for development truly are affordable housing and trans transportation and transit in particular. Increasing board support has been a commitment that we've been trying to uh, be more consistent about meeting and project CACs and involving the public is another area of priority for all of us to make sure that we're always staying in touch with the public um, that we understand who's on the ground, uh, how to understand and help them uh, identify their needs and to establish priorities here at the board to help address those. Internal bottlenecks is another area that we recognize, particularly last year when the chief deputy and I were very um, involved with all the fund programs and the countywide plan and, and the mayor's task force in addition with the executive director. Uh, uh, approval process, it really became apparent that the management team was not able to be as uh, available for the staff in terms of providing key reviews and to ensure quality across divisions. So we want to make sure that the entire management team has a, a more distributed function and has a more um, effective structure to support our operations going forward. One area of opportunity in particular is our communications. Um, which has been something somewhat done on an ad hoc basis by the management team and we would like to have the ability to focus that function within a position at the agency so that we can have more regular and consistent communications with the board and our partners and with the community, particularly communities of concern and disadvantaged business um, enterprise and other business community members. One more slide on our existing needs and this goes to recruitment and retention and as well succession planning. Uh, Every workplace I think is dealing with this question and we're not unlike others in that we're responding to a changing demographic. Uh, More and more our talented staff have found that there are other options and we want to remain competitive so that we can retain our talented staff as well as ensure that we're able to ease the workloads uh, when they do peak and offer a competitive um, workplace environment. We've also started to really review the use of our consultants because they had gotten a bit extensive and this actually came out in the controller's review of our performance last year as well where they thought that there was an opportunity to rationalize our use of consultants. We want to make sure that our staff actually have the time and opportunity to take the trainings that they need to stay at the top of their uh, expertise in in our field. Um, And this may involve project management or technical expertise and it may also involve um, workforce management and the idea of uh, managing staff and and, uh, human resources type trainings. Some of our division structures also do have gaps, so we identified some succession planning letters where we really needed to make sure that we filled in, a, say, a senior or a principal or assistant deputy type position so that we could ensure a clear path toward uh, a management um, track. As well, you've been hearing especially Cynthia Fong, our deputy for finance administration, talk about the uh, enterprise resource planning system and this is really just modernizing our outdated software and computer systems allowing for better integration across our, our uh, financial databases and grant and project management systems which will benefit not only our operations but also our partners both on the agency side when we pay their invoices more timely as well as our, our vendors. So. Moving toward the strategic view going forward, we again, again started with the goals that you all helped us set we looked at our internal operations to see where we might be more effective. And these three new directions I hope reflect your, um, your guidance for us as well as we're very excited to work on each of them. The neighborhood transportation improvement program is our first major strategic role going forward that we see really becoming a a mainstay of the next five years. This is the idea that we want to ensure planning studies and activities in each district over the next five years um, supported by uh, our staff and our consultants but also with the direct involvement of of other agencies as well as two neighborhood scale capital projects in each district. Um, this would ensure that there would be a pipeline of capital projects in every part of the city so that they are ready to scoop up funding opportunities when they arise. And so that they're well integrated with other city capital programs such as the streets bond and the forthcoming uh, new revenue measures that the voters will consider this fall. Um, both of these sets of activities would be Prop K funded. Um, so they would have to ensure that they were eligible, which we do believe they will be, uh, no problem. with. The intent again of leveraging other funds. And all, all of these activities will uh, heavily involve the public, including communities of concern, um, to help identify needs and set priorities.
0: Could, Tilly, could you give an example of a neighborhood scale capital project?
3: Sure. Um, there are so many. Uh, some of these are happening in your district, Chair The Ocean Avenue Improvement Program, for example, is an example of that, uh, where some of the activities at the circulation study that is a, has just been presented for a review will be integrated with a streetscape uh, improvement for Ocean Avenue to traffic calm it, to widen the sidewalks, to uh, improve the pedestrian safety and the crossings across Ocean Avenue. That would be about the size of a, a typical neighborhood improvement um, that we would imagine going forward for capital projects. Great, uh, thank you. In addition and C- Commissioner Cohen's I'll just add as well we just had a meeting on the East of uh, Chavez the East of Chavez end of, of that type of improvements also to look at the whole streetscape pedestrian safety and traffic calming and I believe in the in district 1 Commissioner Marr we're looking at something along the lines of Arguello to integrate that bike facility and into the re- resurfacing program that's being planned with the streets bond. So those are just some examples. Great question. The second area that we see as um, really somewhat of a, a need that we want to catch up on but also get ahead of as well at the same time and skip a few steps <coughs> is to look at the regional system and the core system. Um, this refers to particularly the places where the local network interfaces with the regional network. Uh, obviously that's mostly downtown in our, uh, downtown in our new emerging um, uh, growth areas of Mission Bay and south of Market. But it also includes all the different touch points of the regional transit network and the regional freeway network across the city. Our, our first priority is safety, of course, to respond to the Vision Zero program as well as um, the, the threshold needs that we're seeing on bicycle and pedestrian facilities. Uh, our next look would be at the system management opportunities, and this refers to different ways to, to manage demand across the day, to better utilize the network for the different, um, more efficient modes modes of travel uh, such as transit and, and, and bicycling and walking as well as freeway management strategies. This refers to carpool lanes and looking at how we might add carpool lanes on our freeways on 101 and 280. Uh, in conjunction with other counties that are doing the same, for example, uh, San Mateo is also looking at this so that there would be a, something, a, a coordinated uh, facility all the way from San Francisco to San Jose. Finally, capacity. Uh, I can't tell you how many meetings we've been at where this has really come up in the last really two months. The capacity of our network, our transit network in particular, is a major, major need uh, in the face of all the existing crowding that we had as well as the new development that's going up across the city. Um, This is something that I know that Director Riskin and Grace Krunekin and other transit leaders are acutely aware of. We're working on things such as um, electrification, which will modestly increase Caltrain capacity. We're working on the transit effectiveness project with SFMTA that will also add some capacity as well as improve performance. And of course, for the BART network, we're looking at multiple levels of uh, capacity improvements in terms of the main line, in terms of the stations downtown, um, adding vehicles and the like. And doing so requires us to work very closely with all the other agencies involved um, at MTC, the Metropolitan Transportation Commission, as well as the other counties who will also be contributing to the, the investment programs for particularly the regional agencies. The Treasure Island Mobility Management Agency I just mentioned here because it's somewhat of a lab and it's also a new role for the agency. Uh, It's a laboratory for innovation in many ways. Uh, It will challenge us to find new ways to meet the um, demand that will be created when we add those 8,000 units of housing on Treasure Island and the mixed-use development. Um, Our commitment to Caltrans was to ensure that the new growth would not hinder the bridge performance and in fact would enhance the mobility of the bridge and the connection between Treasure Island and the the main um, part of the city. Uh, In terms of project delivery and partnerships, we'll be working with countless alphabet soup agencies from Caltrans to MTC, the Metropolitan Transportation Commission, uh, to WIDA, the Water Emergency Transit uh, Agency, and Muni and AC Transit as well. Uh, We hope that this will um, result in a very robust and um, Uh, effective demonstration of things like pricing and parking management so that ultimately we'll be able to find a way to have a sustainable footprint of development on that island. This will then lead to potentially an implementation and operations role for this agency that heretofore we had not played. Uh, becoming an operating agency is something that we recognize as a new role, and as a, a governing board, the Transportation Authority, you all, the board, will be playing the role of the TIMA board as well. So we're in the process of setting that up to ensure that we have um, coordinated but yet separate um, financial um, management and uh, hard-walled, fire operations, so that the two agencies are distinct. And we may even come back for some cleanup legislation to really make sure that we have independent um operations so that the timma which will be funded by the treasure island development authority and the tidcd developers will have an independent um operation from the main transportation authority um efforts down the line this could anchor a larger TDM program in the future. As I mentioned, we're looking at tolling on 101 and 280 uh, just at the study level coming coming up this summer in conjunction with San Mateo and San, Santa Clara, both of whom are looking at HOV lanes, but also what we call express lanes. Express lanes refers to the idea that as a solo user uh, vehicle you could actually pay to use the carpool lane if there's capacity. And if you should decide that that trip um, has value for you, that you would like to pay in, a fee to use that trip during the priced times. So this strategy has been used in other parts of the state and other parts of the world, really, to have a a corridor management, an integrated management system for freeways that then can potentially generate revenues to improve transit, such as the Caltrain corridor, which is right next to the 101 corridor, for example. And in that way you can really manage mobility at the corridor level referring to not just a freeway, any one facility, whether it's the 101 freeway or the Caltrain um, commuter rail, you're looking at them together and managing people's and giving people really good choices that meet their needs. So should I pause there before moving on to the proposed uh, structure for the reorganization? Those three uh, areas of um, strategic roles for the agency, the, the neighborhood transportation improvement Program. The core slash regional transportation coordination and the TIMA are three areas that we felt um, were worth highlighting, but by no means are they the only things we'll be working on. Um, there's any number of uh, planning studies, neighborhood transportation planning, strategic analysis reports, and other kinds of um, uh, functions that will continue to
0: play. Just uh, before you go into this, I, I want to add that from my perspective, my experience working on the board and the transportation authority over the past Um, five years, there's really been increased collaboration between the commissioners and authority staff. There's a lot of expectations that we have about your work enabling us to be able to support our districts and the entire city around transportation needs, and Mm -hmm. I think that's also a significant factor that's, uh, you know, that I think you need to address with Mm -hmm. your staffing plan.
3: No, absolutely. I think that coordination, we've really taken it to heart. It's always sort of been there. I think it's the question of how active can we be, um, how proactive can we be in supporting the initiatives in each district, but also ensuring that they're coordinated across districts and across the whole city. So we really enjoy that. I think our planners and our our staff, really, and our engineers all like to get out there in the community and really see things on the ground and show, um, demonstrate the options to folks and give people some good choices so that when we have opportunities for Funding when they do come along we 're ready, and that 's the key,, Yeah, but thank you for for recognizing that that that's a, a definite um, um, goal for us to be more consistent in playing those roles so how do we how do we do that? Um, our proposed agency structure is shown here on slide fourteen we 're essentially proposing to add eight full time equivalent staff positions to our organization chart um, that would result in a staff of forty one from our present thirty three Um, If you look across the organization chart, starting from the upper right, the first recommended new position is a senior communications officer uh, who would assist me and the management team in ensuring consistent uh, communications. Yes, please.
4: Can I ask a question? Um, Have there been vacancies? within the department that haven't been filled like other departments in the city?
3: Right. Thanks, uh, Commissioner Mar. There have been some, and in, in the course of the last seven years, it's taken seven years even to fill in the last generation of new positions. Uh, last time we had nine positions added in 2007 and it took some time to fill them. Uh, as I mentioned the job market, the labor market is competitive especially for some of our um, uh, more technical positions I would say, characterized by say the senior engineer or principal engineer or computer modeling and, and that sort of thing where we have a lot of folks who are interested um, but for one reason or another sometimes it's hard to retain them. Um, we've also had senior planners um, look to other agencies for what you would normally expect, another growth opportunity. But that's not great when we haven't been able to offer a competitive growth opportunity. Yes. So, yeah, we, we, we have lost a couple, In um, we believe, to either the market um, or to other agencies that had advancement opportunities when we didn't have that path clearly laid out. So
0: how many, how many vacancies would you say you have?
3: Um at this time, we only have the one Do we have no we have pardon I think we just have uh we don 't have any at this moment, so we 've been able to fill them all recently right. um but last year uh, we had a couple, so we were able to um to add uh fill those in this past year um uh, but it has been a challenge, and I think that When I go to conferences, you know, what I hear a lot um, oftentimes is this challenge of um, having a balanced organization and and making sure that we're offering a a competitive uh, work environment and that the changing demographics of the city, especially in our economy right now, uh, we're feeling a little bit vulnerable, especially without certain boxes filled in. Um, skipping down to the, the the vision level, the finance and admin, Over, on the, I'm going to start from right to left, the finance and administration um, division is being proposed to add three positions and this I think reflects the value that they play not only to us and our operations but to other agencies as well. You know, increasingly, we're doing things like delivering um, projects for other agencies, the Yerba Buena Ramps and the Folsom Ramps project, uh, for example, that we're doing on behalf of TIDA and the Office of Economic and Workforce Development. In addition, some of the planning studies I mentioned before for MTA. This all relies heavily on our accounting and administrative staffs, our procurement processes, for example, come into play. On technology data analysis, there's a gap here. The senior planner position is meant to fill that as well as actually under finance and administration. We've got a principal management analyst. These are that next layer um, of senior staff below the manager, the management level who are going to help alleviate the workload and to distribute that decision making power um, across the agency to allow more fluid operations. It also provides a management track for the staff as they move up. So you're going to see across almost all of these divisions the principal management analyst for finance and admin, the senior planner under technology data analysis. That's for the modeling group. Under planning and policy and programming, we're creating an assistant deputy director level position which would allow those two very large divisions to have more distributed management um, capacity to assist the, the deputies in charge of both divisions. And finally on capital projects on the left, you've seen uh, a senior engineer proposed to be added. An and that also does help uh, provide that senior management support. Um, and for the most part I think this structure should be able to help us respond to the three challenges that we identified in the memo. The new work and the new goals that we're trying to respond to, um, the capacity and the workload management problems that we did see cr- starting to crop up, and finally the succession planning so that we can re- remain a very competitive and sustainable organization.
4: I had a quick question, Chair Avalos. Um, Ms. Chang, could you explain the, the difference between what policy and planning or policy and programming as a division does versus what planning does?
3: Sure. Uh, That that was a similar question to earlier. Let me pop back up to the previous, um, here we go, slide on to slide five. So policy and programming, I'd say, uh, tries to look at the big picture in terms of the overall uh, funding resources available to the capital program. And for any given project or any given initiative will help us to craft a funding strategy or funding plan whether that's the Geary BRT project or whether at the fund programming level at the prop AA or prop K program level you're looking not at individual projects but you're looking at across the whole program and that kind of financial planning that's happening actually right now with our prop position K strategic planning effort where we're looking ahead 5 years and actually the remaining 20 years of the program and seeing wow this is what the sales tax is sales tax is looking like coming in how do we uh allocate each of the years of funding across all the different project needs while also being mindful of new opportunities and other fund sources that are at the city, whether it's MTA's funding or DPW or the street bond funding. That group, the policy and programming group, will look at all of that information and really come up with a strategy at the program level as well as at the individual project level to keep basically the funds flowing to support project delivery. And that does take a lot of advocacy, it takes a knowledge of the city's uh, operations, it certainly takes knowledge of the regional and state and federal funding environment and and legislative and policy environment and staying in touch with you all on your priorities and getting projects unstuck when they get stuck, um, but also helping keep them moving. Now the planning division, which I used to lead, um, really looks at, okay, what should we do? You know, we have these problems. We've got congestion. We've got safety issues. We've got slow buses. How do we establish a new way of doing things? And that can be at the project level say for a Van Essergeary or an Oakdale um, ridership um, study for a potential station, or it can be at the corridor level. As I mentioned, the, the 101 corridor is a great example where you have a freeway and you've got Caltrain and you've got 280 and you've got El Camino. So you can really then dive in, the planners will dive in and say we, these are the needs, these are the problems and here are some potential solutions and bring a recommendation to you working with the community on what we should do. At that stage, it goes through the typical process of various approvals, environmental and otherwise, and then we coordinate with the funding and the fund programming staff under policy and programming. So in that way, the two divisions do work very closely
4: together. So it it makes sense to have not only the assistant deputies for both of the divisions, but also the senior planner, transportation planner additions to that planning department to make sure that those um, neighborhood level or um, those projects kind of move forward um, efficiently and effectively. So I understand now.
3: Yeah, no, thank you very much. The reason, yes, as, as well, for the additional positions under planning is we're at the start of a new cycle of planning work. The countywide plan was just adopted last year, and new initiatives were identified, things around the transit corridor planning with the region, and especially the Transbay uh, core, core capacity studies and the freeway network. Those are brand new. Uh, in addition to NTIP, the neighborhood and in- transportation improvement program we hope will be a brand new, um, revisiting and an enhancing of an existing capacity at the neighborhood level, but yes, and those two plus the tra- Treasure Island work really indicate a new generation of planning that will start uh, to see more work coming out of the planning division.
0: Thank you. On this chart, just another question. Mm-hmm. Um, in the policy and programming and in the planning divisions, mm-hmm. you have uh, the first line is create an assistant deputy director level. That's all, those are those two, out of those two divisions, you have that one FTE, is that
3: right. right? It's not actually a new FTE, it's an increment. If you'll notice on the very bottom of those two columns, you'll see assistant deputy increment. Currently, those positions are filled with principals principal planners. You know them as uh, Chester Fung or Amber Crab and Rachel Hyatt. Um, So we have them currently filled as principals. The idea is to change the title and the job description slightly to encompass more management functions. So more staff management, more representing us externally with other agencies and giving them uh, more responsibility to start to um, coordinate with the rest of the region and to negotiate for us on our behalf. In addition to help alleviate the deputy-level um, managers in those in those um, divisions as well. Yeah, thank you. So these F- eight FTEs represent a quarter, uh, one, 25% increase, or excuse me, 24% increase over the current 33 FTEs that we have. Uh, this is less than the last round of increases back in 2007 when we expanded by nine. Uh, that was right after. Um, F Prop K and double a had was coming and we knew that there was a growth period coming and we wanted to be ready. In, in this round I would characterize this as um, a way to respond to some new initiatives and to reset our, our focus in the future but also to be more responsive on the ground and to the board and to the public. Um, as well as to right size our own operations which have gotten a bit heavy um, on some of the existing staff. So we wanted to make sure that we're staying competitive and sustainable. So we're proposing a 24% increase. Now the annual cost of these eight positions, if they were all hired immediately, would be about $1.1 million. We do not plan to hire them all immediately. In fact, we, have, of course, as we note in the, in the memo, are only able to hire as funds are secured and committed. So we about- about have half of those funds identified at the moment. And I'd say that uh, if should the Board approve these positions we'd have two or three go up immediately for um, uh, for job postings. But we would have to fill the rest in over time as we come in along with other partner agencies for the work that is identified in the work program.
0: So over time would that, what would that be in terms
3: of? Well, I'd say over the uh, strategic plan is anticipating and contemplating this work program um, over the next several years with the other agencies. But several things are already in the hopper. There's a tr- regional transit core capacity study that I just had a meeting on yesterday with MTC and the other general managers of the transit agencies, that's likely to come in the summer. We just put in a tiger planning grant application in for uh, over a million dollars and whether that comes in or not the region MTC wants to lead that study because we're seeing so much pressure on our Transbay corridor and our core systems, Muni, BART, Caltrain. So we believe that the senior planner position and and freeway management study type, those positions would come in the summer. Possibly uh, the admin functions I'd say would be right up there in the first crop because we just need those right now and the communications director, director as well.
0: So then um, you're saying that the sources of funding for these Oh, sorry. The
3: sources as you'll see here. Oh, here we go. Next prime, slide. Yeah, sorry. Uh-huh. The, right here the sources primarily would draw from the Prop K program. Right off the top for operations currently we're at 6.1 percent of our operations. Um, if we were to increase all of these, uh, or excuse me, if we were to inc- increase about four and a half positions, about half of these positions, it would uh, increase up to the 7.9 percent level. Um, the rest would be filled in the other positions by other grant opportunities whether it's Prop K grants that we would come in for, for ourselves with other agencies as well as other sources of grants from the federal and state government. For example, we've got a Caltrans planning grant that we're hoping to receive to fund our freeway management work. Uh, TIDA, as sponsors of Treasure Island's um, transportation program, would also continue to fund us at increasing levels as we move toward design and and implementation of that transportation program. We're also looking to shift some consultant costs uh, to staff where we're seeing a 50 percent, up to 50 percent savings by doing so in some areas. And then the planning department and MTA um, have agreed to help us fund at least one position, which we're really pleased and appreciative of. This is our modeling position in this uh, technology. Development, data and services, excuse me, technology, data analysis division to fund a senior modeler. We also have a city budget uh, request in for some vision zero support um, that we hope to see happen.
0: And uh, could you just go a little bit deeper in the, the shift? of consultants to staff? Sure. How that
3: Yeah. In each fears. of the, right, in many of our divisions over the, over the years and we've found it appropriate and helpful to rely on some consultant support, one example would be our communications function where for many years as a small agency uh, we've always hired out for that, that support. Um, by bringing a communications uh, function in-house, we would see a savings of that budget, um, hopefully about a 25% reduction in that budget. But depending on the projects that come forward, we might actually then go ahead and expand that budget based on the projects that we do. But from an actual management of the of the work, I think that that's an opportunity to help rationalize uh, spending in that area. Cynthia Fong and her group, um, finance and administration, also <laughs> heavily rely on temps for account- accounting. We're almost always in an audit or an some kind of accounting um, activity. So uh, fewer temporary staff and more staff account. There's one new staff accountant that is proposed to help balance that expenditure as well. Uh, finally, we have some opportunities to to reduce our reliance on contract project managers on the planning division as well.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: There's a cost certainly a cost saving rationale in that, but there's also the idea that you're really getting much more value than just the dollars from um, each year's outlay for expenditure on consultants. You're getting a commitment. You're getting a staff member who can do um, and be flexible across your organization. So from a cultural standpoint, from the cultural investment in the org- organization, it's just a more unified and more cohesive staff, especially when you have the ability to communicate regularly internally and externally across the organization.
0: Commissioner Mark?
4: Yeah, I was just going <clears> to <throat> add that for the communications position, I think the increase in the neighborhood transportation mm-hmm. projects and Vision Zero, there's so many different on-the-ground things that yeah. an, a regular communications person should really help um, get the framing from the TA out to the communities, too. So I think it's a wise yeah. choice.
3: Thank you. Yeah, we're really hoping that those are the two first initiatives that we can have that person help work on uh, in partnership with other other agency staff. Great. All right. And then so I believe that is the end of our presentation. We're happy to answer other questions. Those are good questions.
0: Uh, thank you for your presentation. And, okay. And um, very thorough. And I really appreciate um, that the staffing plan comes out of your strategic plan that was unveiled late last year and was based on you know, the goals. the goals and the experience of the TA so far and looking at what we want to be able to accomplish in the next year and another layer of, of new new work that the TA has been involved in, um, mm-hmm. major projects in, in San Francisco. So um, I'm supportive. Of, uh, of the staffing plan, um, and uh, what I really want to make sure we see out of it as well is that, you know, where we're putting our goals forward, uh, that we're really um, making sure that we're communicating with uh, TA uh, commissioners uh, mm-hmm. in our offices uh, so that we can be part of a more collaborative effort. Not to say <coughs> we're, we don't have that, but that should be part of the, the, the real effort moving Absolutely. forward with the staff.
3: Absolutely. Great.
4: I was just going to add I'm in total agreement with our chair. Um, I think the mission statement of transparency and accountability, these positions really help us become even more accountable and transparent, but really um, clear presentation and I really appreciate the the breakdown of how our TA functions as well.
3: Great. Thank you so much. It's always welcome to have an opportunity to share that with the public because too often I think not enough folks realize our roles and and the work that we do, but we want to make sure that more and more folks understand the role that we play. and, and, and can help us be more effective in, in doing so.
0: Thank Great. you. Thank Appreciate you so much. your leadership on this. So uh, this item, we can now open up for public comment. Any member of the public who would like to comment, uh, enter the room and comment. Please come forward. We'll give a moment. And seeing no one come forward, we'll close public comment, and we'll have this item live before us.
4: So I, I move that we adopt um, the proposed staff reorganization plan and job classifications and amendment of the Prop K 2013 strategic plan baseline.
0: Okay. A motion from Commissioner Mar, and seconded by Commissioner Cohen. Uh, thank you, colleagues. And we can uh, take that by roll call vote.
1: On item number three, Commissioner Avalos? Aye. Avalos, aye. Commissioner Cohen? Aye. Cohen, aye. Commissioner Mar. Aye. Mar, aye. The item passes.
0: The item passes. Very good. Thank you for presentations, and we'll go on to our next item, please.
1: Item number four, introduction of new items. This is an information item.
0: Colleagues, any uh, new items, uh, issues to introduce? Seeing none, we'll go on to uh, public comment. And seeing no member of the public come forward, we'll close public comment. And uh, go on to our next item.
1: Item number five, public (coughs) public comment.
0: Which is general public comment. And public comment is now open, and we will close general public comment. And go on to our next item.
1: Item 6, adjournment.
0: We are adjourned. Thank you, colleagues, (coughs) and thank you to your staff.